Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Gregory, uh, welcome to the cave. Thank you for uh, joining me today. Uh, as, as you say in uh, Greek, Yasu. Uh, how yes, are you? Yes. Good. Uh, so I uh, get a listen to the viewers during this interview. They're going to see you as David soon on uh, the Netflix. That's a more August 25th, which it seems like a fun project to work on. And I was trying to, you know, there isn't, I wasn't given screeners. So we're going to kind of wing this interview. You know, um, the previews look great. I did see your part. I, your part I did watch. Thank, thank you. <laughs> so uh, before we jump in more to this, you know, like I was trying to do some research on you. I want to know, like, what made you get into this industry, the career path that you chose? Uh, you know, what I think uh, I think the path chose me. Uh, I was working. I was working at a department store. And of course, like in high school, you have to, uh, you know, take an acting class or a performing arts class. So I did a play in high school. And it's just I was a jock. So, I, you know, I wanted to run. It's all I wanted. And uh I was working in a department store. A gentleman came up to me and said, hey, are you an actor? And I said, sure. Next thing I knew, I was on Days of Our Lives. Uh, I had a pretty uh, pretty nice run. And here's, here's how I phrase this now. I wasn't ready, you know, to be on one of the number one soap operas back then and to be given this great storyline. Uh, you know, I wasn't ready. So I uh, was taken off the show and I spent a couple of years modeling in Europe. And then I spent years just working on my craft. I lived all over the country uh, doing commercial work, modeling. And, you know, the career has just fallen into a really, really wonderful place. And the great thing about uh, life and the traje trajectory of life is one of the people that, uh, one of the executives that didn't really uh, support my work back then on days, uh, I got to see her and thank her because it was because of her that made me realize, hold on, this is an important business and I want to be taken seriously and I don't want to be, you know, known for, well, you know, maybe he's good looking or maybe he's this or maybe he's that. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be known for my talent. And um, I was nominated for a daytime Emmy and she was one of the first uh, people I called to say, hey, you know what? You scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and this is some serious business and uh, the, the rest is history. So I'm super, super grateful. I take I take this business very seriously and I get paid to have fun. So it's a win-win in every, every aspect of it. You mentioned uh, you thanked her for what she said to you. Like if you could go back in time now, what would you tell yourself? Uh, when you first started out, is you there anything what, you would tell yourself? You know what I would uh, go to class more. And it wasn't that I wasn't going to class. I just, you know, I was thrown on this soap opera. And I mean, here, here's the thing. I mean, people are thrown under jobs all the time and it works or it doesn't work for me. It just didn't work at the time. So I, what I would, and my twin brother Lawrence said, kiddo, go to class, go to class, go to class. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm going to these soap opera things and I'm good. Uh, it wasn't that I wasn't doing a fine job. I just, as I love to say, I wasn't ready. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people for a long time would say things about soap operas you know, soap operas, it's the place to go. It's where you tell great stories, learn about your craft. Memorization is paramount. And 
it's an amazing place to learn how to be talented for me. So I would have just said, hey, you know what? That's a fun event, stay home and study. And it wasn't that I wasn't studying. I just wasn't, I was a kid that was given a great gift. And every and I think that's why every gift I'm given now, I, I create story, I create uh, gestures, I create a before and an after. It is so important to me. So for anybody that is listening that wants to become an actor or a performer, do your work, pay attention, listen, you know, follow people that you really love and just you're a storyteller. So pay to be a great storyteller and your great is your great. You know what I'm saying? We're, we are, we're here to learn every day. So that's what I would say. How do you keep up with the craft now, the learning? How do you like keep up with like, like practicing and stuff like that? Uh, I read in front of a mirror. Okay. I, uh, I listen. I truly, truly listen. Some of the greatest moments for me uh, are people in the background. You know, you see people talking, but when yeah. you see people in the background or somebody that's maybe not focused or featured in that one moment, you see them listening. You see them paying attention. You see them interacting. Uh, I, I watch really great TV. Or, or streamers. And I also watch what's not so great because I believe everything is a vehicle to learn something on. And uh, I do my work. I, you know, I read the trades. I have to know who's current, who's not current, who's, who's up for an award. You know, I'll be on a podcast like The Cave and you'll ask me a question and it is my job to know. And um, I'm always trying to change here and there. I'm trying to, uh, uh, just uh, change a little bit and uh, create something different. Have a little bit something more to my, because if you just stay steady, yeah, it's great. What about adding a little bit of an edge, adding a little bit of a something, you know, uh, the new thing, I not new thing, but I just, uh, I pause a lot more uh, on jobs that I recently have done. I just spend more time in it. And it's also evolving into just some, transformative acting. So that's that's how I study and prepare and uh, do my job. What keeps you motivated and challenged? Myself. You know, my father, my parents were immigrants. Uh, my father came from Armenia. My mom came from uh, Berlin, Germany, and they were immigrants and nothing was handed to them. Mm. And so with my father having three children, nothing was handed to us. And you know, he, he came to this country with truly Elias uh, $14 as a teenager. And he became one of the most influential Armenian American politicians in the country. So I was raised under that. I was raised, you wake up, you go to work, you do your job. I was raised um, old school manners, thank you and please. You know, I was in my office before this, I'm handwriting thank you notes. You know, it's, Everyone can send a text, everybody can do an email. I love writing hand notes. So that's what keeps me motivated and my job. I don't, there are so many platforms out there right now and there are so many actors and, you know, um, influencers now are actors. You know, they, they're given, you know, they have 10 million followers and why wouldn't somebody want to see them on a show? So it's raised my game. I have to work harder because I don't have 10 million followers. I'm known for being a good actor being kind, respectful, and doing my job and saying thank you and please. So the competition is fierce. 
And I want to work. I love my job. And I love when someone says, yes, I want you on my set to tell my story. And it goes back to the very beginning when somebody said, hey, you know what? You're not great on this TV show. Crap, I got to do my job. So I don't take any of it for granted. Throughout the years, what do you feel is like your biggest accomplishment so far? Uh, being nominated for a daytime Emmy. And it was, uh, I didn't have a machine behind me. I had myself and the support of uh, the show I was on. It was called Venice the Series. I'm created by Krista Chappelle, multi-Emmy award-winning actress. And she was on One Life to Live and Guiding Light. And uh, it was the first female-female uh, storyline on network TV. The shows were um, taken off the air. And so she came back home to California and she thought, I want to continue the storyline. Mm -hmm. And so took her and Jessica Lachia and created Venice the Series. And it's a love story about two women. And I, she was my soap opera crush. We met, she put me on season five, she put me on season six. And the story I was part of was about bullying. And I'm an identical twin, I play an identical twin. And it was this uh, beautiful moment where I got to tell a great story. And uh, I am forever grateful to Crystal. I'm forever grateful to the Academy that gave this kid a shot. And uh, I started filming season seven in a couple months. That's so awesome. yeah, I don't, and every job, by the way, I just want to say this, every job is, uh, I get to go to Disneyland every day. Mm. And some, some days it's that Magic Kingdom can ticket. You get to go to the very front of the line. And other days you get to wait a little bit longer, but it's still Disneyland to me and I'm grateful. So every job is a gift and I'm grateful for each and every one of them. I love how you said Disneyland because people ask me, because like, I do this show on the side. I work a full-time job. I have two kids, your know, wife and everything. Like, why do I do this? It's like, it's like Disneyland for me. I enjoy doing this. It's a big well, hobby of mine. Well, I've, um, I stalked you a little bit on social media and through our mutual friend, Marcos Papadatos, you know, uh, you're also great at what you do. You know what I'm saying? So you ask really deep in real questions. So I, as an actor, I'm very grateful to be on podcasts like this, that one, let me think. I have a platform now to say, hey, you know what? Thank you to the people that have been great to me. And, uh, you know, you're really good. So um, I'm glad we get to be at Disneyland together. Thank you. Today. Thank you. Now, before we jump into your show, like, I got to know about Mystery Incorporated because I watched the first episode that got released on YouTube and it was, it's awesome. I like the way they did that. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, it is a, for anyone that doesn't know what Mystery Incorporated is, it is um, Scooby-Doo. It is Shaggy. Yeah. And uh, I play uh, Shaggy's dad, Sheriff Sam Rogers. And here's the great thing. It was, um, it's an independent property. It was created by Dade Elza and his fiance, Jessica Chancellor. And Dade and I met in a movie that I was in as I name drop uh, last year, 86 Melrose Avenue. It's a hostage thriller. He played the gunman who was suffering from PTSD. I played one of the hostages and we created this really phenomenal relationship. Yeah. And he put me in as Sheriff Sam Rogers and close to 2.8 million right. years later. It's, no, it, at its best, it was in the top 100 of IMDb. Yeah. Um, it is crowdfunded. Um, Matthew Lillard, Linda Cardellini, and even uh, Mindy Cohn, who was the voice of Velma for over 15 years, they love this show. Mm. So uh, we are, uh, uh, episode two 
is on its way and it's truly, it's a passion project. Uh, and I'm grateful to be part of this storytelling because when there's not a huge machine beside something and I'm not negating the machines, a huge studio, uh, I believe uh, there's, there's, and I'm not taking anything away from you because I've been on great studio jobs and shows. It's just when it's smaller and the hundreds of millions of dollars are not there, there's just something different about being part of that. Mm. And I, you, I feel like when you watch it, you feel the performances, you feel the, the, the tactility behind it. You know, the kid that plays um, my son that plays Shaggy Norville. Uh, you know, we really connected before we filmed because my job for all the Scooby Doo fans, and you never see Sheriff Sam Rogers, right. is to create that relationship, and. The best feedback we got was that, wow, we really believe your father and son. So we have done our job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so definitely. I'm super, super grateful for um, all of it. And I only wish the best for all of us because who doesn't love Scooby-Doo? Right. Now, has there been any word or anything about maybe this will get picked up by a network or is this the goal just to keep playing an, ep an episode an episode on YouTube? Uh, I don't know. I mean, who's, you know, here's, who's, who's to say, all we know is uh, we wanted to tell a great story. Yeah. Uh, there was a sizzle reel that was done about a year and a half ago. Uh, it got blown out of the water. We filmed this uh, Welcome to Cool's Real Pilot episode. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Please, please, please uh, go experience it. And uh, there's talk. That's all I know is that there's talk. So yeah. I am ready to shave my head and... Do some more Sheriff Sam Rogers. There you go. Now, your latest role, David, on that's a more. How were you approached now for this? Tell us a little bit about uh, the story behind this. Uh, one of my dearest friends, Paul Witten, who I've known for years, reached out to me and said, Hey, uh, my friend Christina Moore, uh, super, super talented actress and, and producer on this project. And she's very part of, very much a part of the ESX Entertainment family. They're doing this film. It's called That's a More. And I play a guy named David and they're looking for me to have a husband. Will you be my husband? And I, mm -hmm. awkward, I'm married. And of course I will. So they, uh, they've, they vetted me and they did a little uh, deep dive on who I am and see the chemistry. And um, they hired me to play Paul's, uh, Paul's husband. And it was written by Christine's husband, John Ducey. And here's the one thing that I want to say about COVID, you know, for me, as the world fell into this global car crash and we had no idea what was happening, I spent a lot of my time in my backyard. Mm -hmm. um, two big couches, uh, beautiful backyard. And my friends and my core group would come over and we would hang out for hours. I believe you can know people and I believe you can really know people. So mm -hmm. Paul and I have known each other for years and he would come to my backyard and we would sit outside, no phones, and we would just talk for hours and we just became deeper, closer friends. And I'm so grateful for that because you have friends and then you have connections. And for COVID, for me, it really strengthened and created deeper, more beautiful relationships. So when Paul asked me to do this, I made us take a walk and we took a walk 
And I asked him really intimate questions, you know, boxers or briefs, you know, how do you hold hands? You know, are you okay with being tactile like this or tactile like that? And I got us matching bracelets and it was important for me and Paul to, once you see us on screen, you have to believe the chemistry. And what's really great is since we've seen some clips, you believe the chemistry and what I really loved is this production company and Netflix, and it's also uh, distributed by Warner Brothers, is we just happened to be a couple in this really fun cooking class that happened to be gay. It wasn't stereotypical. There was, it wasn't, you know, all couples can be bitchy, but it wasn't this, hey, there's the gay couple. It was, here's David and Todd, and they happened to be married. And, uh, it's a it's a love story and it's a feel good story and we all uh, we all we all fell in love. It was one of the most loving sets I've ever worked on, and it's just about you know it's not about finding love on this. It's about when you walk into a room or when you walk into a restaurant or that that moment of walking past somebody and you turn around and you're like, what was that? Mm. You know, it's it's one of those and it's a movie about life just unfolding for you. And there's also a great relationship with uh, uh, Riley Dandy plays Sophia and um, Nancy Linehan, who has been on Everything Plays Her Mom. And it's just this beautiful relationship. And it um, also stars Isaac Rossi and Daniel Mora. And I'm doing um, shout outs because it's Suleika Matthew, because some really great talented people and you know, you're thrown in this bubble yeah. and you know, Sometimes there's sets you don't connect with. I fell in love with each and every, I wanted everyone to come over and spend the night and have a sleepover that much. I loved everybody. And uh, yeah, we premiere in a few days and it's just a feel good love story. And once again, we hope everyone will watch it and believe in love one more time. Now the question, the big question is how are your cooking skills? Crap. (laughs) (laughs) I am You know, when I was modeling, I modeled in Italy and Paris and I had to cook so I could make pasta. It was pasta with peas, pasta with tuna. I, you know, I can do a great bowl of cereal and I can mix tricks with um, raisin bran. But other than that, I'm not a great cook. And I, if you cook, are you, well, you're Greek. Are you a good cook? I'm okay. I could get through the kitchen. You know, it might not be the best, but I'll get through. Okay. So does your wife cook? She cooks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then do you, do you clean? It will take turns. Sometimes it depends. Like if she has to go get the kids from like school and daycare, I'll start cooking or I'll throw stuff on the grill or vice versa. Yeah. See, I'm a, I actually have friends that invite me over to clean their kitchen. I don't cook, but I will (laughs) clean and I will clean like the day is long. But here's, what's great about this is they actually sent to us YouTube videos of the dishes that we were going to be creating in the, uh, in the movie. And we, had knives and we had limes and we had yeah. we made ceviche. We made all these great dishes and we actually were learning as we were doing it. Cause right. there's nothing worse than seeing a movie where you're, it's a cooking class and you see somebody doing this. Well, wait a minute. How do I hold my knife? How do I do this? And uh, it was so, it was so detail oriented cause here we have these couples coming in mm. and these, these, these eight people coming into a cooking class, not knowing how to cook. So it was very authentic. And um, I, uh, I know a little bit more now about uh, 
ceviche though. I know a little bit mm. more about doing the lime and some um, some pink salt. So there you go. Those those are my cooking tips. What did you what did what did you love about David? You know, he was David. David is very inquisitive. Very David is very uh, charming. He's very uh, you know. I believe that for me as an actor, I find a lot of my characters through uh, gestures. And he was very uh, earnest and wanted to learn. And what was beautiful is, again, as a core group of actors thrown into this story, we were all very receptive to each other. And Daniel Mora plays the chef. And uh, he was fearlessly present with all of us, but there were moments where David would be tactile with him and was actually seeking, hey, did I do this right? Didn't I do this right? And there's some really sweet moments of <laughs> him and I hugging each other. Cause like, yeah. yay, I did it. And I believe there's something very genuine and sweet. And then you have Paul mm -hmm. Whitney who plays Todd. Um, and it's not, there was just a great balance. Like yeah. he, would, he would do the cutting and I would do the seasoning. There was this great symbiotic connection. So um, and David's sweet. Yeah. I am. I love that I got to be, I love that I wasn't held at gunpoint. I love right. that I wasn't, you know, dying somewhere. I got to play a sweet character and a great love story. And uh, just, you feel great with them. And they cheese to please. We, <laughs> How funny was that line when you first read it? I, Paul will call me and he'll be like, I cheese to please. It's hysterical. And it's this, it is so, <laughs> It's, it's a hashtag on its own and it's right. sweet. Right. It's also sweet, you know, and here's the thing. If we go down, if I go down being part of the couple that she's to please, how great is that? Right. And who, who knows, maybe um, that's a more part two will come out. It'll be more about um, Todd and David. I'd watch it. S spin off. you never know. <laughs> <laughs> this so that's true. a... Netflix, August 25th. Now, uh, any other other projects that you're allowed to tell us about? I know you mentioned you're going to go back to work for season seven. Anything is, else? Uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's. I just wrapped a phenomenal, um, my very first floor horror flick. Okay. It's called uh, Martinez, Margaritas and Murder. And it's directed by James Helsing. And he is a classic horror flick buff. And everything he did was so detailed and nuanced and everything was about a look. And here's what I, I loved about being part of this uh, inclusive cast was, uh, like it stars Nicole Tom from, from The Nanny. And uh, it features um, a gentleman that uh, is in life a paraplegic. Um, he, was very inclusive with every color of um, the rainbow. Uh, it's, and we're all, we're all guilt, we're all suspects. And mm. it's this really, really fun horror flick. And we all got to tell a really fun story. The guy Danny plays uh, uh, one of my best friends. He's, um, he's paralyzed from the waist down. So I got to figure out what it's like to be best friends with somebody. Like what happens, how do your friends, take you to and from. And we just all dove into the pool and 
got bloody together and <laughs> how, how good was that right, right. and um yeah and i'm um, eric stanton Beth's just a, a really great uh renee mena uh just a really great group of people telling a really fun story so that's what i've coming out so far okay. and then some other things that i can't talk about but when we're able to talk about it i hope i get to come back to the cave oh definitely definitely uh gregory lastly now viewers and listeners when they tune in uh, how can they find you on social media so they can stalk you too Okay, I love being stalked. Uh, you can find me on uh, just at Gregory Zarian. Everything is at G-R-E-G-O-R-Y-Z-A-R-I-A-N. Perfect. Gregory, thank you uh, for coming on the show. This was great. Um, will you give me a great Greek send-off? Now you're putting me on the spot. I don't even know okay. what to say. <laughs> In the Yasu. Yasu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yasu, uh, thank you so much for having me in the cave. I really, really appreciate it. It's very fun. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.